Welcome to the Femme du Soleil podcast, created for the woman who loves to walk on sunshine, dream big and takes yes as her only answer. My name is Sabrina Weber. I'm your host, business and lifestyle coach for the visionary, fellow big dreamer and palm tree enthusiast. Join me as we have casual conversations over a coconut latte on all things soul work, personal branding, manifestation, parenting and so much more. I'm here for the magic. Are you? Hello, hello, my loves. It's another episode of Fendi Soleil. And it couldn't be a more perfect day for this because the sun is out and it's hot as in my office actually right now. So... Oh, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the walking on sunshine vibes. And I'm here today with Jamie Morocco. Welcome to the show, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Sabrina. Oh, I'm so happy you're here. Um, you guys, Jamie is a body transformation coach. She's all about manifesting and combining science with mindset and energetics to achieve our dream bodies hell yes <laughs> love this so much um the whole body thing is an ongoing topic for myself so I'm a little bit selfish with this episode and definitely keen to hear everything you have to share um but yeah Jamie just um also for those of you listening whenever I hop on Jamie's Instagram I'm just obsessing over your oceanfront apartment. It is so gorgeous. The view is mind-blowing. <laughs> we just thank need to you. acknowledge that for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Oh, and I know you work hard for this. So, I mean, I mean we need to celebrate this for a second. Um, but, yeah, tell us a little bit, um, you know, how this work found you. I'm always curious how the whole, you know, kind of transition happened from you going through your life and not be bothered by anything to like, okay, this is not going away. This is my soul work. I'm going to just fucking own it and go for it. What was that for you? Yeah, totally. So I grew up um, like overweight for the first part of my life. And I, you know, had some health issues because of it. And most importantly, I just wasn't feeling in alignment with my body. And I felt like I was always like at war with my body. And no matter what I did, like I couldn't lose weight. I couldn't get healthy. I really felt like I was kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. And then, um, you know, I went off to college and something clicked inside of me. I think it was just me being like on my own for the first time. And I was like, okay, girl, like you've got to do something like you're in control. Like you've got this power in you, you know, it's there, you know, that, you know, you have something bigger inside of you that is more powerful than all of the times you feel like you failed. So I took it upon myself and I lost over 50 pounds, um, you know, my, between my first, and as soon as I got to college, it took me about a year, a little bit more than that. 
And I kind of went the other way on the spectrum and almost became too obsessive with working out and exercise and really calibrated my way back to, you know, a body that feels of really high alignment to me. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, figured out how I, you know, not just create, you know, this body from a physical, mental, and spiritual point of view, but how do I really feel empowered to be able to keep that? Like, how do I kind of understand the science behind weight loss and gain and maintenance and harness that with all of the beautiful like spiritual modalities that, you know, I spend time studying and and how do I kind of combine all of those things um, into, you know, into a permanent transformation. So that's been kind of my, you know, my quest and my calling. And then, you know, I was a personal trainer for several years and I managed a personal training studio and I taught fitness classes and I ended up, you know, going back to school for a master's in entrepreneurship and ended up working in the tech industry for a few years. And clients would, people would reach out to me and I'd take them on as clients, just kind of ad hoc writing programs and, and fitness and nutrition programs and things like that. And then you know, one day I just decided like, I'm going to go all in, you know, on my own business. Like I really want to go just all in on this. And that was in 2016 and I haven't looked back since then. So that's kind of, um, that's kind of the high level story of how I found this work and how, you know, I kind of left the more traditional corporate nine to five world and went all in on entrepreneurship. I love this so much, Jamie, because it's such a beautiful illustration of what I always say is, you know, what has life prepared you for up until now? And even I'm listening to your story, like, you know, having these body image issues, you've been working through gaining all this knowledge along the way, then going into corporate learning business, coming back to what following your intuition and and responding to what people are asking from you and coming to you from it's really like in hindsight you can see that clear path right like it all works together like a great beautiful puzzle and in the moment we often don't see that but um it's so cool (laughs) it's so cool to to see that path which is definitely not linear like it never is right (laughs) but it makes sense so cool. Yes. Something I'm curious about is when you think of your, I'm going to call it old version of yourself versus now, what is the main difference between your relationship with food and your relationship with your body between then and now? Yeah, totally. I would say that, um, I almost felt separate from my body a lot of the time. And I felt separate when, you know, I felt overweight, but I also felt separate when I felt in shape, quote unquote, I'm using quotations because, you know, I think perception is really what matters. It's not even about the way that's how we perceive ourselves in that state. So I've felt separate, like when I had, you know, excess weight on me and when I was also 50 plus pounds lighter. So this to me, was less about the physical aspect of the weight gain or the weight loss and more about the integration process, like into my body. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would say the main difference between then and now is 
you know, obviously there's the huge knowledge and science piece, which I feel like is very important. And as much as I am into the energetics and the metaphysical side of things, I also appreciate a lot of the science because I think it can be very grounding and empowering. So there's obviously like the knowledge that went along with studying that and the experience that, that went along with learning that, you know, and how certain uh, quantities of food affected my body and how they affected other women's bodies. And, you know, there, there was that whole learning process. So I would say that the main difference is totally like body integration from a mindset and energy perspective. Mm, mm. And, you know, side note here, I'm just looking at my computer. It says January, January 11, and it's 11, 11 a.m. Oh my god! Yeah, so cool. But yeah, I fully hear you and agree that you know there's always this harmony, right, of the metaphysical, the energetics, and then also the more masculine side of things, which is the knowledge and the the, the action and all of these things. Um, and that, to me, if I understand you correctly, you're talking about having to integrate and you know that feeling of being separate from your body in both scenarios which is so key to to acknowledge right is like what is the shift that you did or are still doing to bring your identity piece along for the ride like how did you shift into that identity or next level version of yourself who is no longer separate from your body? Yeah, this is such an interesting question, Sabrina. And what I'm going to say, I feel like I take kind of a rogue outlook on this because a lot of times people are like, listen to your body, listen to your body. And I totally get the undertones of that. And I totally think what the body has to say is totally valid. But I also feel like there's a bigger part of us. There's like the spirit, like the all knowing. And I truly, it's my belief. And I know that again, this sounds a little bit rogue, but it's my belief that the spirit controls the body. The, the body will respond to the spirit, the all knowing, whatever you want to call that life force. So for me, like having to, I went through different periods of my life that meant different physical changes for my body. Like I told you, I was, you know, quote unquote overweight. Then I was underweight. I also um, went through some really big hormonal challenges that meant adding weight you know, and getting my hormones back to, you know, a, a healthy range. And I had to surrender to that piece. And that's when I had to dive deeper, not into the physical aspect of, okay, I need to listen to my body physically, but even more so I had to trust the timing of my life in a spiritual way, if that makes sense. So I don't even know what I'm saying if I kind of went into outer space. <laughs> I can tell. But yeah, but it's it's really like the, the the coming home piece for me was more of a it was like more of a soul feeling versus like a 3D body feeling, if that makes sense. And not that I'm there by any means. I think it's always a process, but but I think when I think about like how 
did I sort of make peace, right? With the parts that felt disconnected. Mm-hmm. It was less of what I did to my body physically and more about like the honoring the time of my life and whatever I was going through, like during a certain time period. So. Yeah. Yes. Especially like, I can just kind of think of an example of me personally, and maybe you resonate with that. Having become a mother has really messed up my hormones and that sounds kind of harsh, but it's, it, it is not, you know, it's pretty common thing to happen. And I haven't quite reached the ultimate balance yet. And I so resonate with what you're saying with this, like, surrendering to the process of, well, that's just what my body needs to go through. And even though I am four years after giving birth, it is still there it's still a process there's still things happening within my cells behind the scenes so to speak um that need to be surrendered to and i guess acknowledged and given Mm -hmm. love to versus trying to quote unquote fix it and of course with still taking you know daily measures to be healthy obviously but Mm -hmm. um I'm curious how how you feel about that. Yeah, like how I feel about different, like, like kind of going through a pregnancy experience or just kind of more high level. I just want to make sure I'm answering your question. Yeah, sorry, no, no, more the, you know, the accepting or surrendering to the parts of your body that might be going through, Mm -hmm. you know, giving birth is some sort of trauma, right, in a a way to the body. So going through that process of allowing time and surrendering to the healing that you might not be able to see behind the scenes, meaning in in, within your body. And that can be difficult, right? Yeah, yeah. No, thank you for I just wanted to make sure I was answering your question, right? (laughs) No, no, this is great. So yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. And I think like those of us on a spiritual path, like have probably heard in some way or another, like what we resist persists, right? Mm -hmm. So the more that we push up against the circumstances that be in our life right now, the, the stronger they become, right? So it's so interesting when we almost practice this idea of surrendering and it doesn't have to mean that we accept or we like or we you know enjoy what we're going through but if we put down our myths and we can surrender to the process like I think that that is actually when a lot of the healing or the balancing takes place I think that's really where a lot of the magic happens it's when we just allow things and allow our body to like go through you know, whatever the calibration process is that we have to go through right now. So I completely agree with what you said. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Um, one other thing I wanted to ask, I guess your point of view, and of course it's personal and um, everyone listening will have their own perception of this, but I've been observing um, not just on social media, but obviously uh, mainly lately, the, a trend of, you know, it, it's this great thing of body diversity and accepting where we are and loving ourselves fully and unconditionally. But I'm 
slightly concerned that there is an undertone and underlying wave or current of almost making it okay to not be healthy, making it okay to not look after our bodies in the highest form that we could. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally know what you mean. And I think that because, you know, I, we, I, we probably grew up around the same time. Like, you know, I grew up around like in America, it was all about like dieting and uh, be as thin as you can be by any means necessary. And mm -hmm. this very intense desire, you know, to be thin, that was at least what was projected onto us. And I think what we're seeing now is almost like this rebellion against that. And I think it, it is absolutely amazing that we have women in more of the public eye who have different body types and are promoting, you know, that, hey, there's not just one ideal body type, all bodies are beautiful. But I also feel like there can be undertones there, like you said, where it almost can become like a reason to like not work out or not take care of yourself. Or what I see and what I write a lot about is there seems to be a whole movement that shames women for wanting to wear makeup or want to lose weight, right? And I really feel like it's not anybody's place to tell a woman like what she should do with her body or not. Like if a woman wants to lose weight, that's fantastic. She should, and she shouldn't be made felt guilty because of it. Right. And if she doesn't, she doesn't. I think that really the answer to this is just empowering people with their own power, if that makes sense. Like you get to decide what looks and feels best for your body. And also, and this is where I think the work that, you know, we do in like helping people come back to themselves, right? Because no body, like no physical body is going to feel aligned when it's not getting the micronutrients, the movement and the water and hydration that it needs, mm -hmm. right? If we can empower people with that knowledge, right? That's where I think the magic can, can happen versus making people feel bad for wanting to lose weight or, you know, whatever it is. I think this is all about coming back to ourselves and like no human body is going to feel good eating Doritos all day and all night. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love you just put it in in a such better way than I try to even put the question to the table. So thank you. Um yeah, it's just yeah, it, it's slightly concerning, isn't it? You know, there's this um it's a really fine balance, I think. Um it's a it's a yeah, it can really go both ways quite easily if we're not again coming back to being in tune with ourselves like you said and and really embody the version of ourselves that is right for us that we want to be that we feel best in and if we take the time to listen we know what feels best so yeah yes exactly I have two more questions before I'll let you off the hook <laughs> uh, one is what would be your three biggest lessons 
from your body journey so far? Ooh, this is a good one. I would say that the first lesson is that every perceived problem has a solution. And it's not even so much as a problem as it is an opportunity for you to grow stronger. So when I was younger and going through my like initial body transformation experience, I was so addicted to cardio that I actually ended up with an injury. And that injury at the time really scared me because I could no longer do cardio. And that was like my stress release. It was how I maintained the body that I had, you know, become allowed to control me at one point. So I, looking back, it was such a gift because I was really able to tune into myself. So I would say that like every perceived problem has a solution, but also every perceived problem is a gift. That's the first thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) The second thing I would say is that I know that this sounds so cliche, but I've learned to appreciate this more over the last several years. And that's like, we have everything we need already within us. And what I mean by that is we like research is just starting to really understand how incredibly powerful our body is and also how it's tapped into more of like the metaphysical world. Like if you look at metaphysics and all of that stuff. So I just think that remembering like we our body can literally like regenerate organs. Like that's pretty amazing. Right. And just remembering that notion is so powerful in itself because how often, and I'm guilty of this too, but like we take like the littlest things for granted, but we forget to like make time to connect with that life force that is within us. And I think that just, you know, spending time and connecting with that, that has truly changed my life. I've had little ailments or things here and there. And my ability to kind of tap into that all knowing, I think has just been such a beautiful experience for me. So I would say like, remember your power and everything that you need, um, is within you. And I think the third thing and the most important thing, especially like in a body transformation, um, experience or journey is that we've got to be focused more on the person that we desire to become. And I think we're always on that journey versus our past. I see so many people and I work with a lot of clients who come to us and all they can, all they remember about weight loss is like all of the decades and times that it has failed. And of course, everybody's experience is so valid and I want them to feel heard and seen, but I also let them know like, Hey, if we want to create a different future, we have to focus more on that. We have to give that more energy versus our past. And that's something that I had to learn by doing because there were periods in my life where I was just so focused on like all of the things that happened to me that I was perceiving to be negative or less than ideal. And it was like 
no wonder why I felt like I was trapped in a cycle. Like I wasn't even giving my brain and my spirit time to dream about the possibility of the future. So I think that's the third most important thing is really spend time visualizing and connecting with like what you want your future to feel like. Mm, mic drop. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, these are three super juicy lessons and yeah I, I have nothing to add this is incredible um, really powerful lessons so my last question that I like to ask every single person who's on this podcast with me is from du Soleil the name of this show um, loosely translates as women in the sun women of the sun and to me personally it creates that context that I like to filter my life experience through which is that feeling of walking on sunshine now mm -hmm. my question to you Jamie is what does that mean to you what does walking on sunshine bring up for you Oh, that's so beautiful, by the way. I love that. I love that interpretation and the meaning behind your, your, the name of your show. That's, that's beautiful. Um, when I think about like walking on sunshine, to me, that means like a very lighthearted approach to life. And it's like, if we can just see like the almost like for lack of better words, humor, the word humor is coming up for me, but I, I don't know if that's the right word, but almost like the joy and the beautiful synchronicity of life and like knowing like not to take life like so seriously, even though it is a very serious thing, but like we're all on this journey and we all have just this life force within us that is powerful beyond what we could even fathom and how amazing is it that we get to live out that expression like in the beautiful body that we're in right now and that's really what I think when I hear like a woman you know just walking on sunshine it's like she knows that like she's part of something bigger and she knows that everything is okay mm, oh my god yes yes understand <laughs> and I love actually the humor piece because I always compare life, the human experience of life to, because I'm an 80s girl, to a Super Mario game. You know, we have all these levels, all these monsters, all these like coins to collect. And yeah, it just brings the humor into it and it brings the lightheartedness into it. And it makes me feel like, what well, it's not such a big deal, you know? Right. Um, it's all funny games. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Amazing. That is it from us today. I hope everybody got something from this episode. I personally definitely got so much out of this conversation and I would love to continue for another two hours. But this is it for now. Thank you so much, Jamie, for being here. Where can people find you? Yes, and thank you so much for having me. Um, you can find me on Instagram uh, at Jamie Morocco or on Facebook. And yeah, feel free to reach out to me and Chad if you are interested in exploring how we help women all over the world achieve um, the body of their dreams. So feel free to reach out. Amazing. Too easy. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. 
Did you enjoy this episode? If yes, please share it with your friends and tag me on Instagram at I am Sabrina Weber.